Welcome to a new episode of Lighthearted. My name is Anna. And my name is Bracey, and we're two average gals chatting about what it means to grow. Welcome back. Thanks. Happy to be here. <laughs> I missed you so much. <laughs> I missed you, and it was so fun listening to you talk just to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was an interesting experience. I only recorded and deleted a couple times before I was like, okay, just keep going. <laughs> it's really funny. I just found it was very different energy, I think, when you were by yourself versus having a conversation with somebody a else. A million percent. I didn't even notice it either. I mean, I noticed that I was like talking quickly and like getting out of breath from how much I was talking, but I didn't like notice like the energy until you like pointed it out. And I was like, oh yeah, it is a different energy than when it's we're- definitely different. I'm interested together. to see how it will be when I do mine, which I'm planning on doing like probably soon in the next couple of days. But yeah, for those of you listening, I am going to apologize in advance because I know I still sound nasally, but at least I will not be coughing all over you this time. Yes. <laughs> We're thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Glad you're feeling better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how are you growing? I would say I've had a lot of like phone call chats. In the last like few last like couple days or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and so that's been really nice. Like just making an effort to like connect with friends that I don't get to see. Yeah, that's you're and, good at that. I'm not. I'm not very good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of feeling like introverted the first couple weeks of the year, um, and even like in December, I was like feeling very introverted. But I feel like I'm coming out of my shell a little bit. So that's been nice to connect with people. And then I would say the other way, we just went on a little weekend trip with some friends and I just am like starting to come into a spot where I don't always feel like I have to be with everybody or like be participating in everything. It's like, I'm like, oh, if I want to go like sit in the hot tub by myself for an hour, like I'm just going to go do it because I'm a grown up and I can do it. <laughs> what you I can want do to what do. you want. Yes. That is amazing. Snaps to that. <laughs> yeah. And just not feel bad about it. And I'm like, oh. Like your friends don't actually care. Like they're like, oh, you want to go do something for yourself? Perfect. Go do it. (laughs) Yeah. Like you're not going to be disappointing anybody. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're not being a good friend if you like want a second by yourself. Um, That's fascinating to me that you're just learning that because I don't think that I could go (laughs) on a trip with my friends and not have a second to myself. Like I need time. Totally. It makes perfect sense. I just like I get too in my head about it, but. I've been practicing and I'm getting better and I'm very much enjoying it. Good. Uh, What about you? Okay. Well, this isn't necessarily a growth story, but it was really funny. So I'm going to tell you. Okay. So evidently, I am now allergic to cold. I'm literally allergic to the cold. Okay. Say more. (laughs) So (laughs) (laughs) explain yourself. Okay. So I went on a walk this morning and it's like, it was like maybe 36 or 37 degrees. So like chilly, but not awful. Okay. And I wore leggings that, like, weren't the ones that go all the way to to your ankle. So, like, I had a couple of inches of skin exposed on my leg. Very scandalous. Obviously. And (laughs) um, I got back. I was gone for maybe, like, 45 minutes-ish. I got back, and that that patch of skin that was exposed was, like, itchy. Like, really, really itchy. It's like, this is so weird. So then I sat down. And I look down and my legs, that, that patch of skin is swollen. Like it's swollen. Swollen. It's really weird. Yeah. So it was swollen and I was like, okay, I'm going to look 
I'm going to look this up because it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So evidently, it's literally an allergic reaction to the cold. Like, I basically had one big hive on the bottom of my leg. <laughs> what in the world? Yeah. Um, so weird. And the other thing was, this is like, this has never happened to me before. So yeah. I was doing a little bit more digging and evidently, so it's called cold uticaria. I think that's how you pronounce it. Okay. Said on, you know, I'm obviously self-diagnosing this on the internet. Sure. But I, it's WebMD. <laughs> this, this podcast is sponsored by WebMD. <laughs> yeah. Um, it said that it can be caused by different viruses sometimes. And so now I'm wondering if it was like a side effect of COVID. That was my first thought too. Yeah. Which is so freaking weird. That's super weird. Well, and it's weird because it's like the, it's not just the cold. It's like the cold air hitting your skin because it's not like, right. I'm like, I'm sure the rest of your body also felt a little bit chilly, but it's not like your whole body was swollen. Right. So it's something about that cold air like directly on your skin. Yeah. That was super weird and uncomfortable, obviously. I'm sure. Okay. But it didn't happen to your face? No. Interesting. Okay, I don't want you to be itchy, but I also kind of want you to test this out a little bit more. I will say that I had my hood up, so that might be part okay. of the reason why my face wasn't itchy. Yeah. But yeah, super weird. That is so interesting. Okay, well, please keep us posted on your cold allergy. I mean, <laughs> I feel like this is just an excuse not to go outside when it's cold. You'd be like, I actually can't I'm leave allergic the house. To cold, I'm sorry. allergic. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look it up, okay? It's a real thing. It's a real thing. <laughs> oh, man. That's such an interesting side effect. Well, how long until it went away? It was probably 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's manageable. Like, And it definitely was one of those situations where I feel like if I'd taken a Benadryl, it would have been fine. Like, it would have gone mm -hmm. away, but I yeah. didn't want to be sleepy or anything, so. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I'm pretty excited about today's episode. Um. I feel like this episode idea came out of us talking about doing like a gift guide, but it was like way too late in the game to like actually do a gift guide. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it, that like stirred like conversation about what like were our favorite things from 2021. And so we just decided to turn it into an episode, a little review. Yeah, I feel like one of the really great things about our friend group is we tend to pass recommendations around like hotcakes, which is mm -hmm. really great because then you don't have to try a bunch of stuff and like find things that you don't like because people tend to have good recommendations. Totally. Yeah. And I feel like our friend group has like very similar taste in like books and TV shows and movies and that type of thing. So mm -hmm. normally, especially if like more than one person is recommending it, you're like, yeah. okay, I got to at least give it a shot. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, let's just jump in. Let's do it. You want to start with TV shows? Because I feel like that's the go-to. It's the go-to and it's honestly the easiest one for me. I am – I was going to say that I feel a little guilty about how much TV I watch, but I'm actually – I actually don't feel guilty. I think I feel like I probably should feel guilty <laughs> or something or bad about how much TV I watch, but you know you what? I use just, your time whichever way you want. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I love TV and that's how I <laughs> spend a good bit of my time. I feel like I have two shows from 2021 that were probably my favorites. But honestly, there was like a good bit of TV this year. 
Yeah, I feel like when we were talking about this, you knew almost immediately what you were going to say, which was interesting. I feel like this year is the least amount of TV I've watched in my life, which is surprising. Really? Why do you think? I just have not been interested in turning the TV on. It's really odd. I think I probably watched less than 10 shows this year. Holy cow. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, right now we're rewatching Castle, which is Mm -hmm. wonderful. I have never watched Castle. Is it a mystery? It's ish like, it's show, a murder like a show. detective show. Yeah. Okay. But Nathan Fillion is so cute and adorable. Like his character is just good. I like him. How many seasons are there? Seven. And why are you watching it? Hulu? Hulu. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's been our okay. like COVID show. So that's been good. Yeah, that's nice. But I don't even think we started that until 2022, so I can't even count that. <laughs> you can't count it. Sorry. It's against the rules. Um, and this podcast has very strict rules on this Obviously. episode of 2021. <laughs> okay. My two I, – I had to pick two. Sorry. I would say Mayor of Easttown. I've heard really good things about that. On HBO Max. Okay. You just have to watch it, Bracey. I'm just going to go ahead and declare that you have to watch it. Okay. This one, and I actually think the second one I'm going to say you've maybe already seen, Which um, is, Only Murders in the Building. I freaking love that one. Actually, that was my that was my choice. Only Murders. It in was the building. if you guys, you guys, if you have not seen it, it's so good. It's so cute and like that's so good. It's just the perfect. It reminds me of Ted Lasso a little bit in the way that like it's like the perfect mixture of a few genres. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, it's the perfect amount of comedy, of mystery, and drama. It's perfect. Also, I feel like Selena Gomez, Martin Short, and Steve Martin shouldn't make sense, but they make perfect sense. Right. Their their chemistry together is so good. And Selena Gomez's outfits are so good the whole season. So Mm -hmm. that's fun. I I didn't have an opinion about her until this show, but I really like her now. Yeah. She seems like a very nice person. Yeah. And then Mayor of Easttown is a show on HBO Max. It was like a limited series, so they're not making a season two, I don't think. It's seven episodes, so it's not a huge commitment. It has Kate Winslet, and it's about um, – she's a detective in like a small town, and there's a murder. It's just so good. It's like there's not any filler episodes. I would I will say episode one, There's they're introducing a lot of characters, so it doesn't feel slow necessarily, but it's not like a whole lot happens because you're just mm-hmm. like getting to know everybody, but then – the other six episodes after that are just so good. Like the pacing of it is great. It's super interesting. The acting's great. Yeah. So highly recommend if you haven't watched it already. I'll definitely have to do that. Okay. So since we already gushed about my favorite, I'm going to, I'm going to name a couple of runners up. Okay. Um, Ted Lasso season two, obviously. Obviously. If you haven't watched Ted Lasso, what are you even doing with your life? Right. (laughs) You are making a big mistake. Truly. Um, Nine Perfect Strangers I really liked. Really? Okay, yeah. I didn't watch that. That surprises me that you haven't seen it because it's really good. Melissa McCarthy is the greatest. And it has just a lot of good people the, in it. The only reason that I haven't watched it is because I read the book and I didn't really like the book. I've heard that the show is way better than the book, which, you know, never happens. I believe it. So. Yeah. Okay. I'll give it a, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. And then we just finished The Witcher. We, like. When season two came out, mm. we started mm-hmm. it over because I hadn't seen season one, and I really like it. What is the premise of that show? Like, I can visualize the thing, the, like, poster or whatever, but... It's, like, sci-fi fantasy, so The okay. Witcher is basically, like, a monster hunter, 
but there's also an overarching story with a princess and some political stuff that happens and yeah it's just really good okay also i didn't really understand the whole henry cavill attraction until i watched this and i was like and now you're in in this (laughs) and evidently he's like a really big nerd so he's like a witcher encyclopedia like he read the books and all this stuff and can like quote things out of the book which is adorable yeah that is cute okay well related but not quite what are your favorite movies from 2021 this one is a hard one because i feel like i definitely this past year watch more tv shows than movies Mm. and then sometimes i'm like oh i don't even remember like what movies did i watch i don't know it was hard to to think back I will say we went and saw A Quiet Place 2 in the theaters. I think that was like the – that I feel like we saw like two movies in theaters this year, maybe three. Um, and I loved A Quiet Place 1. Mm-hmm. Or I guess it was it just was really Quiet good. Place. really good, yeah. And so I was really excited to see A Quiet Place 2. And I did want to see it in theaters just because it just feels like one of those movies that deserves it. I agree. You know? Yeah. And I loved it. Like I thought it was okay. just as good as the first one. I heard that John Krasinski had everybody on set learn sign language. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, that's so nice and inclusive. And I it, it appreciate is. it. Yeah. And it was interesting because it starts out with going like back to when that the whole thing started. Mm-hmm. And so it's just really interesting to kind of see like, oh, how did they even get here? Yeah. It was cool. very, very good. What about you? What were your favorite movies? I feel like I have the same problem. Like, I can't remember any movies. We Like, I know we watch some movies at home, but I can't mm-hmm. really remember. And obviously, that I think that says a lot, too, though, because I can't remember any that were, like, so good that I remember them. Right. Totally. Um, I saw two movies in theater, but I think my favorite was The Last Duel, which I Absolutely. actually think it's out on something now, like maybe HBO. I think you're right, because I do want to watch it, and I feel like I saw the other day that it was out. Yeah, it was really good. Um, it's basically the same story told from three different perspectives, which was really, really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. That's what – have you ever seen the show um, The Affair on Showtime? No. The way that they film that show is like that, where they're introducing the characters and there's an affair that happens or whatever, but half of the episode is told from one person's perspective – and then the other half of the episode is told from somebody else's perspective. And it's not the same every episode. Like, and it's not the same oh, two yeah. people. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting because they'll show – there will be, like, some overlap in the scenes. And the way that they remember the oh, scene or yeah. experience the scene is different. Like, what yeah. one person was wearing or how – or what their tone was when they said that thing. Like, um, Yeah, that's so- basically this whole movie. They literally play the same storyline three times. And what I think is really cool is that – you can tell the difference in the acting all three times. Like they had to play the part differently, even though they were playing the exact same scene. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. crazy. Um, it's it's very impressive. I went. It was funny because I went afterwards and like was l- looking at some reviews for the movie, mm-hmm. and I didn't know this, but like on Google, if you search the movie, like you can come up with reviews that are like Google reviews from like oh, regular yeah. users. Sure. Uh-huh. And the number one complaint was that it was like triggering and i was like did you guys not know what the movie was about before you went into it because it's, right. it's about rape like right yeah if, like it's if heavy. you're gonna be triggered by rape don't like definitely don't watch this movie because that's all it's about yeah did they do any type of like screener at the beginning or something that was like hey like or like a warning 
I mean, no, because it was a rated R movie. Like, they yeah. did the, the regular rating at the top, but. Sure. And it came out in theaters, not on like a TV. Yeah. And show like, or if whatever. you have seen the, if you've seen the preview, then you know it's about rape. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I definitely watched it and I did check and it is on HBO Max. So. Great. All right. What about your favorite book from 2021? Okay. Similar situation. I feel like I didn't read that much in 2021. Mm-hmm. And the books that I did read were more educational and not like ones that I would necessarily recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that my favorite self-development book that I read was Untamed, which we did together at the beginning yeah, of the yeah, year. Yeah. And it was it was just really good. It was. Also, that's crazy that that was last year that we read that. Yeah. <laughs> like that it feels like, like so it long ago. ago. <laughs> yeah. But it was like January or February, I think. Yeah. Okay. And then my favorite fiction that I read, which I I literally, I was looking at my Libby app. I think I only read like five fiction books in 2021. Mm-hmm. And it was 800 Grapes. Have you read that? Mm-mm. I don't even think I've heard of it. It was just like a, a light, soft romance. Those are uh, nice sometimes. Yeah. It was about a winery and it had some stuff about wine in it that was interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I am currently reading a little, a light book right now. And it's just, I'm just enjoying it. They're just easy to read. Yeah. And I think sometimes you just need a little break in the form of a book. Totally. Um, Okay. Well, my favorite books from 2021, I had two. One was Beartown. I've heard really good things about that. Yeah. And I, it was, it's actually our January book club pick, but I read it in December. And it is kind of like Friday Night Lights-esque, but about Mm -hmm. hockey instead. And there's basically this, an event that happens And so, and it's just about how that like impacts a lot of different people and how that plays out. And it's really, really, really good. I read it very quickly and I don't love that author. It's Mm -hmm. like the guy who wrote, um, a man called Uva or, oh yeah, that's right. Frederick or Friedrich something. And I've read a couple of his other books and I just, I've just been like, oh, these are like fine. He's Mm -hmm. not my favorite. Yeah. But I loved Beartown. I thought it was so good. There also is a five episode show on HBO Max. Um, it is in Swedish, so you either have to listen to like the English dub or do subtitles. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting. I it, They definitely like changed some stuff. I wish they had kept it a little bit more true to the book. I hate that. Um, but it was, I thought it was like pretty good. And then the other, and then the other book I read that I loved was Midnight Library. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like maybe I feel like we've talked about this. We talked on here. a little bit about it because that was the catalyst for our episode about like timelines oh, and yes, alternate life paths mm-hmm. and all that. That's right. Okay, so yeah, if you haven't read either of those books, I would recommend. Super. Okay. Well, I feel like this is a little bit of a loaded question, but what would you say <laughs> your favorite <laughs> podcast episode you listened to this year was? Ugh, this one is such a hard one. And we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording, and Bracey had a really good idea. So Spotify, if you're listening, y'all need to have a section, a little tab, where we can go and lit and look at every single episode. We've listened to. We've listened to. Like a more robust history, which they just yes. they did just introduce history on mobile, which is nice oh. because you can pull up anything you've been listening to recently, but it doesn't have the full like yeah. thing. We need it all. Yeah, so that's kind of hard, but and when I was just like going through some of my favorite podcasts, I was like, okay, I remember really enjoying this episode. So mm-hmm. I would say I know I talk about Esther Perel endlessly, but 
her episode when she comes back onto Armchair Expert and she they play her board game, Where Should We Begin? And she talks about like relationship dynamics during the pandemic. She's just phenomenal. And then the other one that I really enjoyed was the Matt Damon episode Ooh. on Armchair Expert. It was sweet because Monica has like a lifetime crush on him. So it was like you talking to Leonardo DiCaprio? Totally. So I really like, I was like, I totally could relate to this. But he was just super interesting. Okay. Um, and I enjoyed like learning about his his life. Yeah. Well, now and his I relationship feel like this with is Ben. Right on par with The Last Duel because he's in The Last Duel. Yeah. He talks about it. So you should definitely right. listen to it. I will. It was great. Okay. What about you? Well, this was a really hard one because I've listened to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. First of all, I want to say that I know I mentioned this already once on the podcast, but I subscribe to the Spacious app. And ever since I did that, it's like a bunch of people in the human design spirituality space that I really respect. And Mm -hmm. since I got the app, I don't think I've listened to but maybe three other podcasts episodes on Spotify, which is really saying something for me. Wow. I just reached for that app before anything else. Okay. It also has like maybe 10 different podcasts on it. So that being said, one of the girls, Jazz of Moon, okay, she has a podcast called Divinely Human, which is on Spacious, but it's also on Spotify, so you can find it. And she did a two-part series called Let's Talk About God, and that was really good. That sounds interesting. Yeah, it was really – I just really like her perspective on things. Mm-hmm. Um, anything she talks about with money is really good, so check that out if you haven't already. Um, the other thing that I was going to say is I went through Brene Brown's podcast, Unlocking Us – to like see if there was one episode that really stood out to me. And I don't think there is because they're all phenomenal. But I will say I really enjoyed the series of The Gifts of Imperfection with her sisters. That was a really fun dynamic, I think. I have not listened to that. Yeah. Honestly, the concept of that book was really fascinating Mm -hmm. to listen to the episodes with Seb. We actually ended up buying the book after we listened to it because – he struggles sometimes with perfectionism. So that was like a fun thing for us to do together. Yeah. And her relationship with her twin sisters is just the dynamic is really good. Okay, that sounds really great. I'm gonna listen to that. And actually, as I'm pulling it up, just a little callback to earlier in this episode, she has a recent, well, it's actually came out in August of 2021, but an episode with Jason Sudeikis and Brendan Hunt on Ted oh, Lasso. I love that one. It, it's actually from the archives. So that was, I think they recorded it at the beginning of quarantine, maybe. Okay. okay. But it's a fabulous episode. Okay, I'm excited. I will also say that I think one of the reasons we decided to include like podcast episodes in general is because we were talking about how good the Oprah episode is mm-hmm. with Monica and yes, Kristen. Yes, Kristen Bell. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a really good episode. And I would just say one that I, one Super Soul episode that I consistently recommend to people is the one with Elizabeth Gilbert. I think it's from like 2016 ish timeframe. Yeah. But she talks about the difference between passion and curiosity, and it's really good. I remember when you recommended that episode, I think it was when we went to the beach. Mm-hmm. after I graduated mm-hmm. and I listened to it while we were laying on the beach and yeah. I was busy getting sunburned and it was wonderful. <laughs> I will definitely listen to it again. Yeah. Honestly, that's probably one of my favorite Super Soul episodes of all time, which mm-hmm. Oprah's got a ton of good ones too, if you haven't right. listened to that podcast. This is like really inspiring me to like listen to more podcasts, even though I feel like I'd listen to 
a good bit of podcast. Now I'm like, oh, wait, I want to listen to more. <laughs> what do you listen to when you're like doing stuff around the house? It depends. Sometimes a podcast, if it's like one that I – like I have Armchair Expert. I've been listening to the Drama Queens One Tree Hill podcast. So I listen to those like every single week mm, unless it's like somebody I'm like really not interested in. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes I listen to an audiobook. It just kind of depends on like okay. what my mood is. Yeah. I don't typically do audiobooks, which I mean, that's probably why I end up listening to so many podcasts because audiobooks are like long anyways. Sure. Yeah. 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 They take a lot of time. Okay. Favorite purchase? Okay. This one was so hard. I was like, what did we even buy in 2021? Okay, well, Seb's favorite purchase better be that dang sound bowl. It is. Honestly, we just it, talked about that. It probably that. is. Well, okay. So first of all, I was trying to think of something, so I was talking to him about it. I was like, what do you think that like your favorite purchase from 2021 was? Mm-hmm. And he goes, the land mm-hmm. for the farm. I was like, that can't be your answer <laughs> for everything yeah. I ever ask you. Yeah, just your favorite thing ever. It can't be yeah. that. But then, then I was like, okay, more to the spirit of the question. Like, what's something that we have in the house that you have enjoyed that we've bought? And yes. he was like, the sound bowl. Okay. Well, oh, okay, sure. good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that. So random, but he it makes him happy. So so I, I feel like one of the things that I know that I purchased for the house this year is like, I got a couple of light fixtures and the shelves in our bedroom. And mm-hmm. those are all very necessary. I'm like very glad we did that. And I yeah. feel like the light fixture in our bedroom is probably my favorite of those. But those are also like not fun to recommend. So <laughs> I was trying to think of something that like I was really happy I bought that somebody else might actually want. And I think sure. the answer is I finally got a pair of combat boots and I just bought the ones from Target. And I love oh, them. Yeah. I love yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when you got them and you were really jazzed. Yeah, because I have been agonizing over getting a pair of Doc Martens for probably three years at this point. Mm -hmm. And I just like didn't want to justify the price point or the like leather consumption if I wasn't going to love them. Yeah. And I think the fact that I hesitated so much was probably evidence that I didn't love them. But the ones from Target are beautiful. Like they're, I feel like the profile is perfect. Their platform. Mm -hmm. They don't have any of the yellow stitching, which was a problem that I had with the Doc Martens. And they're only yeah. like $40. So yeah, they're super cute. Pretty happy about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's a good answer. What about um, you? What was your favorite thing you bought? This one was hard because I feel like most of the stuff I buy is clothes. I mean, um, it can be a favorite article of clothing. I know, but I was like, what is it? I don't know. I think the thing that I've spent money on in 2021 that I... I'm really happy about is I've been buying more candles oh, and like yeah. actually burning them because I a lot of times will like buy a candle or in previous years buy a candle it's so cute it smells wonderful and therefore I never want to burn it what? which like doesn't make sense I know is that so like weird. scarcity mentality like I don't want this to be gone maybe I haven't had a lot of deep thoughts about it but that could totally be it that I'm like there's oh then it'll candles, be gone Anna. there's always more candles and so I've been buying more candles and we've just been burning them like actually and it's so pleasant to have your little apartment be smelling good so yeah i think more candles is my answer that's funny because i feel like i i don't burn candles every day but it's like a pretty consistent like at least weekly thing and because of my experience with covid which i'm probably going to talk more about in my solo episode but Mm -hmm. i lost my sense of smell and so Mm -hmm. i haven't Mm -hmm. burned have you gotten it back no 
Still no. Okay. No. I feel like I'm at like 10 to 15%. Okay. Like I can smell a Christmas candle if I stick my nose down in it, but okay. other than that, it's like not worth me lighting a candle because I won't be able to enjoy it. Yeah, totally. Do you have a favorite like scent of candles? Yeah, Christmas candles. I love pine. Okay. I agree. I also love citrus candles for the summer. Okay. What about you? I I don't love citrus candles, but I, yeah, I feel like I always just want it to be like pine or like the October fall like candles. Even um, in summer? Even in summer. Oh, I'm a very I just love the smell. Person. Yeah. We last night we were watching Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part 2. We went through all of the Harry Potters and we just finished and we burned like an October scented candle, which really feels fitting if you're watching Harry Potter. Like yeah, I feel time. like it's got to be either a fall or Christmas candle for Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I got one from Anthropology this year. It was it's a cedar and balsam mm-hmm. scent. Oh man, it's That's not fabulous. the Capri Blue one, is it? It might be. Uh, the Capri Blue Christmas candle from Anthropology is my favorite candle of all time. Is it? Yeah, for <gasps> real. I have like three of them maybe right now because my mom always my mom knows that i love them so she'll get me one yeah. and it, i always get the big ones so they take forever to burn anyways and this year yeah, actually yeah. i almost i'm one of those people that doesn't really believe in christmas before thanksgiving or after christmas really i guess maybe I, new year's but this year i burned that candle from like november 1st and i <laughs> actually left it out i just packed up christmas but i left it out so that i can keep burning it for january just keep enjoying it yeah so yeah it's good. great love that all right. So what about like your favorite social media follow from the year? New person that you're following. Okay. So I got into TikTok in the last few months of 2021. And I really prefer it to Instagram, actually. Really? Can you yeah. I don't why? know why. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, guess not. I think it and i'm sure like instagram probably does this too but i just have never done this on instagram like you know the like the page that is like for you and mm-hmm. it's just like a bunch of random stuff i've never ever looked at that on instagram oh interesting i'm like oh what is this i don't know any of these people like for me i'm like oh instagram is a place for me to see what the people i know are doing mm-hmm. or like home renovations or i have like a really small amount of things that i look at on instagram okay and so on TikTok, it just like creates all these different videos for me to watch. And some of them are so funny. I feel like I find a lot of comedy in TikTok. Okay. Which I enjoy. I'm not on TikTok, so I'm going to need you to explain it. Are there also people that you follow or is it all just a bunch of random stuff all the time? Yes, you can follow people. And so then there's two tabs like up at the top where one is like who you follow. And then the other one is like the for you page. So like all the algorithms that are like, oh, these are probably people that you would like based on these people that you followed. I see. And so probably my favorite follow is it's this girl, her TikTok handle is Laura H. Fritz. And she actually lives in Charlotte, North Carolina. And she has a toddler named Lena. And Lena's like two or something like that. And she's just so stinking cute. And like, just makes these like really funny videos. She's like a, I mean, she, you know, like kids are so weird. Like they just say random things. And mm-hmm. I just, 
love her. Like her <laughs> mom, the Laura is pregnant right now. And she put out a video a few weeks ago of her going to her doctor's appointment. And Lena was crying because she wanted the doctor appointment to be for her because she wants to have the baby. She's like so <laughs> excited to like have a a little brother or a little sister, whatever they're having. And she's like crying in the doctor's office about how she wanted the appointment to be about her because she's having the baby. Toddlers are so funny. <laughs> it like, was they, hilarious. It's so funny to watch a toddler get upset about something that they don't even know doesn't make sense. Like they have no clue. Oh, that totally. That make any logical sense. Totally. Those are really some of my favorite videos. So it's like people being like, my toddler is crying right now. And it's like a video of them like having a total meltdown because I won't let her eat quarters. Like yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. like really random stuff. And it just cracks me up. Mm. Um, Love a cute kid. Yeah. Um, Okay. What about you? What has been your favorite follow from 2021? Okay. Back to the Spacious app. But one of the girls that does that, her name is P. uh, Her handle on Instagram is P the Fairy. And she's just great. She's an artist and also works a lot with like timeline jumping. Oh. And... I feel like she just consistently shows up with like little nuggets of thoughts that always mm-hmm. make me think. And I really like her. I don't know. Is it P like just the letter P or is it P-E-A? It's P-E-A. And actually okay. I think fairy is spelled F-E-A-R-Y. F-E-A-R-Y. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. She's really. Well, that sounds good. nice. She has a cute dog. Always a bonus. Mm-hmm. Also, I feel like when you can go to an account and you just – yeah, can get like these little snippets of things that like brighten your day or get your wheels turning. It's it's such a gift. Like, yeah, it really I mean, is. I know that social media gets a bad name in a lot of ways, but mm-hmm. it is so fascinating to me to see all of the ways that people's creativity manifests. Like, mm-hmm. people are so creative and funny and like entertaining. Yeah, truly. All right, our next one is about your favorite experience. This was such a hard one for me. I think, I mean, I wrote this list, so I must have had something in mind. Yeah. You were like, uh-huh, this. this is the experience I'm going to talk about. Yeah, but now <laughs> that we're talking about it, I have no idea what that was. So. I feel like, I actually was reflecting on it. I feel like 2021 was a year of like really dramatic change in my life, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for but sure. But I kept, when I was trying to think about my favorite experience, I was thinking, I feel like you always go to like the big things, but yeah, but I actually was like, because I was thinking about our trips that we took and sure. like, I've super loved coming to Portland and Seattle. And I do mm-hmm. think that was like really high on my list, but I actually think that like maybe my favorite experiences were the ones that weren't big and mm-hmm. probably, I don't know exactly what holds the top spot, but I do know that the experience of like redesigning our bedroom and getting yeah. things where they are going to be. I've, I'm still not 100% done, but I feel like that was really fulfilling to me. So that was good. Yeah. And also just working with Debbie and like the personal changes I've made this year. Totally. Like, all of that was very fulfilling. So those are two of my favorites. Yeah, that's a, those are both like huge. And I like that you, yeah, in your reflection, like are thinking about things that would be easy to like gloss over. Yeah. Or just be like, oh, that's just part of my life, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I know that like traveling and things like that and even like, you know, one of our good friends got married and those big things are so fun. But I was trying to think about them in like balanced against 
all of the normal things that I do too. I don't, yeah. And I don't feel like I'm ha- really happier either way. Like they're both really good. Yeah. They're both fulfilling in their, in their own ways. Yeah. I love that. What about you? I would say probably my like top experience was probably hosting people in Oregon. Like I had y'all came, Mal and Steven came, and then Brittany and Hannah came for my birthday last year. And I think there is something really special about like getting to share the place that you live with the people that you love. That is nice. Because, you know, like after we moved out here, it was 2020 pretty much immediately and Mm -hmm. the pandemic started and all that. And so getting to explore and share that with people was just not an option. And so I think it was really fun to be able to, A, like spend time with people that I don't get to see very much anymore and explore with them and show them like, hey, this is like a huge part of like why I live here because it's Mm -hmm. so beautiful out here and I want to share it with you. That's so nice. And you're right. It is such an experience. Like hosting in itself is like a very specific experience. Yeah, totally. So yeah, I think that's probably my top one. I like it. I'm excited about this next one because I feel like there's a chance that we have the same answer. No shot on that. Mm -mm. No shot? You don't think? I don't think think so. Mm -mm. Okay. We're doing favorite song. I'm interested to see what you thought was going to be my answer, though, because I'm an Enneagram 4, so this literally took me, like, I made a list of all of my top contenders, and I'm probably going to talk about at least a few, so. That's true. So you go first. Okay, I'm going to go first because mine's much shorter. Well, I just went to my favorite or my top song on Spotify. Okay. I was like, what song did I listen to? in 2021 the most and it was traitor by olivia Rodriguez. oh yeah okay so excellent album i will say and and that song is my favorite on the album yeah yeah, yeah. I, that was not i don't even think that would have been in my top 10 oh wow okay well yeah. we talked about it a lot and listened to it multiple times whenever it's a really good Seb came to visit it really is and it's just good but i and i also like I love music but i do not listen to music that much like i listen to audiobooks and podcasts so much more than I listen to music. I love um, music. I wouldn't say and, I'm like obsessed, but right. it's a big part of my life, I would say. Okay. Yeah, all right. Tell me yours. I'm excited to hear. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say that since you opened it up, in the category of songs that were on the radio that mm-hmm. were my favorite, I think probably either Kiss Me More or Levitating was my favorite. Okay. Nice. But in general, I actually picked I, – I narrowed it down to three – and I feel like these aren't necessarily new songs, but they were new to me this year. So okay, love you for a long time, Maggie Rogers. I freaking love that song. Ugh, yeah. Maggie Rogers in general. Her songs are so good. Yeah. Um, Nostalgia by, I don't know how you pronounce this, but it's U-W-A-D-E. I feel like a lot of people probably haven't heard that song, but it's a really, really yeah. good song. I recommend it. Okay. And then Saturn by Sleeping At Last. I don't know if I've heard either of those last two. Have you listened to anything by Sleeping at Last? Mm, if He's I have, one that I like did don't the remember. Enneagram songs. He did a series. Oh, of that's songs. right. Okay, um, I like his music, but it's mostly like slower stuff. So if that's not your jam, then I get that. Okay, um, but Saturn is a really beautiful song. Like I'm pretty sure I cried when I heard it the first time. Which <laughs> happens to me a fair amount. So okay, I'm adding it to my playlist right now, so I don't forget. Okay. And then just for a little bonus, I decided that my artist of 2021 was Surfaces because I freaking love all of their music. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, so, it's like the perfect summer soundtrack. I feel like any of their stuff. 
Uh-huh. And then my favorite album that came out in 2021 was Good Things by Dan and Shay. Okay. I know Dan and Shay. They're my favorite country artists, so. Do you like, do you feel like you listen to a lot of country music? I listen to Dan and Shay all the time. Like, they're okay. my number one pick for, like, shower music. And oh, okay. I feel like country music in general, if I'm in the car during, like, the warmer months, I'm probably uh-huh. listening to country. I love that you have a playlist, like, for everything. I do. That's true. It's like, oh, in the shower, this is the good music. And then in the summer with the windows down, it's this music. I am and then so sensitive if- <laughs> to, like, the mood and the music matching the mood. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are many times that either early in the morning or late at night, Seb will be listening to something, and it just, like, grates on me because he doesn't have mm-hmm. it. So it's like mm-hmm. he'll be listening to, like – rap or like hardcore metal at like 11 p.m. and i'm like i right. can't do this this it, yeah. like it makes this me is cringe. not the vibe right now yeah. it's not it <laughs> i can't and he it, i think it makes him laugh he'll be like yeah, okay, yeah one yeah. more one more and I'll, t- I'll turn it off <laughs> one more and you're like this is this next four minutes is gonna make me go insane i can't I gotta do go. it i gotta leave yeah one. yeah see you later <laughs> text me when it's done yeah. oh that's fun yeah okay I feel like this is also a loaded question, but favorite food from 2021? Oh, man. that's It's such a tough one because I feel like I ate a lot of good food in 2021. However, the most exciting food thing that happened for me in 2021 is that Eam, the Thai barbecue restaurant that I take everybody to, it's right down the street from us and it's so phenomenal. It's on like so many lists of best restaurant. Yada, yada, yada. It's fabulous. Um, They have this hot cauliflower appetizer that they had like prior to COVID. And then when COVID happened, they had a limited menu and they didn't have it. And I was terrified that they would never bring it back. And then in December, they brought it back and we literally went day one. (laughs) The day that they posted on their Instagram that the hot cauliflower is back, I was like, we're going tonight. And we each got an order for ourselves. I like it. I I support that. It is so delicious. Um, I love it. I could truly eat it every day. So that was definitely my number one. My honorable mention, though, is Reese's. Um, Like Reese's are always good forever. Mm -hmm. However, this year, I don't know. I just was into them. Like the Reese's eggs. Anytime. I had a Reese's year. If Reese's wants to sponsor this podcast, I'm happy to have it. I would love that because I cannot (laughs) tell you how many Reese's eats. Like – hundreds yeah i would love to get on that level i'm not quite there yet but i'd love to be i feel like i need to tell everybody who doesn't know him but he literally gets like the family size bags of the special ones like the eggs the bigger ones yes those are the ones that are good yeah that's the ones i've been eating but she keeps him in reese's so like she bought him three family size bags at halloween and Mm -hmm. so we just consistently always have reese's in our fridge yeah like always yeah, and them being in the fridge is really important. Oh, important I distinction. I don't know that he would even eat them if they weren't. Like he really likes them cold. Yeah, I agree. I will say that while I love a good Reese's, I'm partial to the Trader Joe's peanut butter cups, the dark chocolate mm-hmm. ones specifically. Those are also good. I think they're better than Reese's. But mm-hmm. Okay, Bracy, they're our sponsor. You can't say that. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry. Unless Trader Joe's wants to sponsor us I mean, as well. That would be great. I love Trader Joe's. Also, those pot <laughs> stickers though. Oh, yeah. Delicious. Um, Okay. What was your favorite food? I know this has got to be a really difficult one for you. 
It is hard, but I will say that I feel like we ate at home so much more in 2021. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So that made it a little bit easier. I'm glad you mentioned Eam because I think of the places we went, like new restaurants, Eam was definitely the best. Yeah, it's great. So if you're in Portland, you should definitely go. Yeah. Um, and when you come back, we'll get the hot cauliflower. Great. I'm <laughs> looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, the I think our favorite recipe that we found at home, though, is there's this chicken mushroom wild rice soup that I believe is from Half-Baked Harvest. Okay. And wholly delicious. Like, it is so good. It's it's just so good. And also, Seb is not a huge soup person. And I love okay. soup. So, like, the last couple of years, I've been trying to strategically, like, pick soup recipes that I think he might actually eat. And this mm-hmm. one was a hit. So Okay. Very happy I love when that happens. Mm-hmm. Well, and it sounds like it's kind of like a chunky soup. It's definitely more of a stew. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds really good minus the chicken. Yeah. I feel like you could just leave the chicken out. Honestly, I don't even care about the chicken. It's it's the mushrooms and the rice to me that are really good. Okay. I'm going to look up that recipe. I might try to make it while, yeah. while we're still in the winter months. All right. Well, if you guys have any favorites that you are feeling really strongly about on this in this list of categories we have, like truly, truly, truly would love to hear about them because we want to be in the loop and we want to know what we might be missing out on. So please send us an email at lightheartedpodcast at gmail.com. And follow along on Instagram at lightheartedpod. Talk to you in two weeks. Bye.